Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? to a spooky episode. <laughs> spooky, it's Halloween now. Spooky. Of, of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian Brodsky. And folks, guys, friends, listeners, we're here today. <laughs> oh, I'm, sta- I'm stalling. Can you tell that I, I'm, I don't even know how to go about discussing this episode? That's valid. Ugh. So... <sighs> We are here today to discuss Season 2, Episode 5, The Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror Glee, Glee Show. Show. Wow. <sighs> so this originally aired October 26th of 2010. Um, you can tell it was the Halloween episode because on the title screen, Glee was orange. So... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was exactly my thought. Yeah, I was like, it's orange, so it must be Halloween. So this was... This is, so we already had the Britney Britney episode, which is, we called an event episode, right? Like, yes. did the song at Britney's. This takes the event episode and cranks it up to 11. <laughs> In UCB, when you learn, like, game improv, you mm-hmm. learn about this, um, this, uh, like, sort of tactic or, like, this, uh, way that one would heighten and then explore the game yeah they did exactly that today they heightened they explored and then they just brought it to the motherfucking moon before we go much further i do have to ask so ian what is ian you're a theater kid correct what is your like relationship to rocky horror karina (laughs) rocky horror is sacred in this house oh no Rocky Horror. I first saw Rocky Horror when I was like 14 years old Yikes. in high school, and it changed my fucking life. Oddly enough, I mean, I love that movie, a little obsessed with it, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. got it, learned all of the callback lines, like, loved it, just absolutely loved it. Have you been it. to, like, a midnight showing, like, the whole shebang? Not at midnight, but a friend, like, when I first saw it, it was for a friend's birthday, and the mm-hmm, birthday party mm-hmm. was one of those Rocky Horror mm-hmm, experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was awesome. It was just absolutely so cool. And it was with all my theater friends and like, they all became that much cooler in my mind, like all the ones that already knew it. And like, it just, it was awesome. And like to, and, um, my roommate and I actually watched it like maybe a month ago and like, like a bad habit, like, or like a bad bicycle. You just kind of get back on that. You can't quit it. Can't quit it. What's your relationship to Rocky Horror? Oh, it's not like that. Um, that's that's probably I the correct answer. I have seen the movie once. I watched it alone in my dorm room freshman year because there was talk that New Paltz was going to do a production of it that ultimately got canceled. Um, yep. So I, I watched the that. movie in preparation because we were, of course, we were of course going to go to it. Uh, so I was like, I gotta learn so I could impress these people because it was still fairly new, and I was like, they can't know, they can't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. And I watched it, and I went, huh, okay. <laughs> and then I've never watched it again. Um, however, they did play the Time Warp at my wedding, so. Yes, yes, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. And I know um, it, so I got that going for me, but. I feel like one of these days, like, we have to, like, you have to come to the city, and, like, we'll do, do one of those thing. Rocky Horror experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think when those that, come back. 
I think that does mean that I've seen the Glee Rocky Horror episode more than I've seen the movie of Rocky Horror, which is probably a travesty. That, but I that's, mean, that's unfortunate. That's just the life I live. Um, I'm not going to judge your choices because you're my friend, but... Thank you, but you can. Um, so, with that being said, we have two varying different, like, opinions on Rocky Horror as an, an entity, as a cultural influence. Mm-hmm. So now we have to talk about the Glee version of it, which is a yes, truly um, cursed sentence. So, my first note here is just, all caps, HELP. <laughs> Great start. What, Thank what, you. So, like, first shot, you were already in danger? Well, because, I think, like, because, like, they rolled the credits, and it was, like, a lot of it that we'll talk about mm-hmm. is, like, an exact map of the mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. So, seeing all of that, but, like, it just says Glee yeah. on it, I was just like, oh, shit, all oh, right. God, well, oh, dear, oh, unlike- golly. Unlike most episodes, we start right into a song. Yes. Like, there's no recap. At least my Netflix didn't show me a recap. No, I didn't okay. get one. So, and it's right into Santana as yes. as the lips, as it were, singing right. singing your science fiction double feature. Um, Which... Good? Uh, I don't know, because <gasps> none of the songs in this episode sounded like the actual mm-hmm. performers Mm-mm. like i did not know who was singing this song until i looked it up because yeah. it did not sound like naya rivera no, to me it, no it does not and it like, just sounds I like think, girl basically it just sounds like girl and i think naya rivera sounds so much better than this i don't know like what engineering they did to just kind of like do you think um, she was trying to emulate the original like too much in a way that means it, it all just got lost maybe um, maybe. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. Um. I, f- I have a feeling, especially, like, that the cast of Glee was really trying their hardest to just do Rocky Horror, not Glee does Rocky Horror. Like, they were trying right. almost too earnestly in a way that sort of flapped back at them sometimes. I buy that. Um, my only other note on this is the cut they used is a hate crime. <laughs> All of the cuts they used for these songs are just so fucking awkward. Yeah. They make no sense. Uh, anyway. So the lips finish, it's fine. Like, I don't think it sounds ghastly. I, you know, Naya Rivera no. bass line has a good singing voice, so it's nice. It's fine. Yeah, um, And I'll it's take it. shot well. Like, it's not a hard shot to do, but it looks no. right. It looks right. It, look, it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> Naya Rivera has a great mouth. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the quote I'm going to pull for this episode. Please do it. Ian Brodsky sings Naya Rivera has a great mouth. Um, I I look forward to it. And then we're right into rehearsal, I guess. Full dress rehearsal because they already have a fully painted set and are in full costume. Mm-hmm. And they're singing. Yes. And it's Over fine. Over at the Frankenstein place. Thank you. Which, I mean, like, so many of the songs in Rocky Horror are just fucking bangers. Like, mm-hmm. this one I thought was great. Um, except, like, Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I actually think they did a great job of staging this number. Okay. Like, a lot of... Like, if I were in this production of Rocky Horror, not necessarily in this universe, but, right. like, if I were do, like if I were, like, were in that production of uh, Rocky Horror that uh, New Paltz had... Uh, Eventually done, yeah. Sub- was going to do, and that was what we were doing, I would have been totally jazzed about it, because I thought mm-hmm. the choreography was awesome, I thought the staging was solid, um... Yeah, like, 
there's probably going to be Rocky Horror folks maybe listening to this that are like, but Magenta's not in over at the Frankenstein place. Fuck off. Whatever. Um, it's a high school production of Rocky Horror, which is already a crime to say, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Everyone's going to be in everything. Right. Exactly. And I didn't, like, I didn't hate it as a staged piece of musical theater. I loved Santana as Magenta. Yes. Yes, um, for sure. And I cackled at when it cut to Will just lip syncing. Yeah. Oh my god. I this, cackled. This is that's gonna be a frequent theme for me in this episode, which is just mm-hmm. like vague amounts of adult secondhand embarrassment. When yes. I'm like, you're an adult, you're allowed to have loves and interests, but the way you are showcasing them to students right now, I'm like, please stop, Will, please. Cringe. Uh, my my shoulders Cringe. are touching my ears. I'm like, yes, I hate they are. this. I hate this. I can attest. Yeah. Um, I also, so this is another one that I watched in the living room, which means Zach was forced to watch it with me. He was not pleased. He's like, they're doing what to Rocky Horror? (laughs) Um, but I used his set expertise and I was like, do you think this is a reasonable set for a high school to have? And he's like, yeah, it's just painted pieces of wood. Great. Right. There's a castle in distance. They understood the assignment. They understood the assignment. They got a, they got a fog machine. Um, and then it comes to (laughs) my favorite moment of the episode, which is we get... We get a fucking freeze frame. Yep, that's me. Bet you were wondering how I got myself in this situation moment. Chef's kiss moment, especially especially because that is caused by John Stamos, only what I can describe as Kool-Aid Manning in. John Stamos wearing a full leather outfit. Full leather outfit. With goggles around his neck, comes roaring onto the stage and is like, Yo, Schuster, you messing with my woman? He doesn't sound like that. That's not a good John Stamos. But he like he does a little bit. He comes up to on stage, says the phrase, "Are you messing with my woman?" And then we basically get a record scratch. And (laughs) Will is like, he doesn't say the exact noise, but he's like, "This is the face of someone who stepped in it." And you're like, "Right, gross." I I can't believe we got like a freeze frame. Yep. That's me, and I was Thanks. I was dying. <laughs> it was fucking wild. <laughs> and then, like, he says the line, "How you may be wondering, like, how did it turn into my horror?" And then I immediately wrote, "Oh yeah, because you can't stay away from Emma, you fucking weirdo." Boo! This episode. Boo. So this episode is one of those ones, like you know how in the first couple episodes of this season, it was like Rachel's a bad person, and you're supposed to be like Rachel's a bad person, but ultimately you're still supposed to root for her and be on her side. Right. That was this episode for Will. When everyone watching this like, Will, you're making some choices that are bad, but we still love you anyway. Except it doesn't work because it's fucking I gonna, Will. I was gonna say, do we? That's yeah. what they think. That's what Glee thinks. It doesn't translate. Exactly. Um, yeah, so then, like, it cuts to the teacher's lounge. Emma talking about how, like, Carl and her went to see, like, one of those live, full-fledged... Yeah throwing rice and toast and stuff and like water and yelling guns. shit at a rocky horror picture show showing t- apparently emma of all characters is the only character in this series so far that has any growth yes uh rocky Maybe horror is quinn... curing her acd ocd Exa- rather <laughs> exactly quinn and uh emma are the only ones with any growth in this series uh, congratulations to these women. Do I buy that attending a screening of Rocky Horror is enough to cure mental illness? 
No. <laughs> but she's so distracted with her newfound love of Rocky Horror and or Carl that she's not even cutting the crust off her sandwiches anymore. Right. Exactly. And I find that very sweet. This is the most uh, hum- humanity we get in this episode. They love Rocky Horror so much, they're going to dress up as the characters and go trick-or-treating. Sure, you're 30. I mean, I- I'm 30, so. <laughs> yeah. Would you go trick-or-treating? <laughs> Ian, would you right now as a 30-year-old man go trick-or-treating? No. Would you go trick-or-treating if you were dressed up as Dr. Frankenfurter? No, I would, but I would <laughs> fully go into a Rite Aid and buy Halloween candy dressed as Frankenfurter. Yeah, but, like, you live in New York. People do that all the time. Exactly, so it wouldn't <laughs> even be weird. Fair enough. Yeah, like, uh, and Will Will starts doing that, like, awful thing you see in rom-coms where he's like, you like Rocky Horror? Well, it just so happens I, I like love Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror too. too. It's actually my favorite thing. We've never mentioned it before, but... And you're just like, stop, stop, stop. And my, you're just like, oh, I hate it. It's like, it's so funny you mentioned that because um, I decided that Glee is going to put on a production of Rocky Horror. And Emma, ever the adult, is like, you sure about that? But you're going to put on Rocky Horror <laughs> like, in that this? That doesn't seem appropriate. In your Ohio high school? <laughs> and then they end the scene with, go Rocky Horror. Yeah, disgusting. Will's disgusting. Um, <laughs> this was just some, like, adults shouldn't be allowed to do things. Like, right. obviously when you get to be a certain age, you're still allowed to have hobbies. But in this episode, I was like, adults shouldn't be allowed to have hobbies. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, we've abused that privilege. Yeah, um, t- take it away. And uh, we cut to the Glee Club. Perfect opening lines. Um, Are you going as anything for Halloween this year? And Brittany responds, I'm going as a, a peanut, peanut allergy. allergy. Perfect, we love her. A plus, no notes. The lesson this week is a musical. Leah Michelle, of course, wants it to be Evita, but now it's Rocky Horror. Okay, for some reason, um, Rachel going, please be Evita, please be Evita, had Zach cackling, which is good. always so funny to me when a joke gets to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, especially that. That's so uh-huh. random. I love it. I love it. Good for them. Um, Will drops and, Rocky Horror on them. And he's going to, like, cut risque sections and is going to ask for permission slips from parents. Yeah, fair. Um, I mean, like, again, suspension of disbelief and everything, but, like, it's illegal to cut things from shows. That's just licensing 101. Right. Um, because, God forbid... <laughs> I don't know why my mind went to Josh Groban again, but... Good, good, God good. J- Josh Groban and the licensing folks at MTI are at your high school production of Rocky Horror in Lima, Ohio, and they notice that Touch a Touch a Touch Me is cut. You're going to get forbid. sued for everything. Josh Groban forbid that. Josh Groban forbid. Um, yeah, so he announces that everyone's super excited. Part of my suspension of disbelief is that this cast of, this group of, what, like 14 to 16 year olds, roughly, all from Ohio, all know, have intimate knowledge of the casting and script of Rocky Horror. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah? Your parents are letting you watch Rocky Horror? Especially because Rachel is the one that's, like, like they double some casting. Fine. And it's not even like, it's like, oh, you're doing the Saturday show and you're doing the Sunday show. It's like, no, we're going to have everybody on Everyone, stage at once. We have to have a whole ass conversation about their casting, especially, like... We do. Um, but the one I especially don't buy is Quinn being like, Quinn knowing anything about Rocky Horror? No. 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 Hard no. She's talking to Sam, like, Rocky's this character, like, explaining. I'm like, Quinn, you have never been allowed to watch this. You... Absolutely not, ma'am. I, I'm i convinced that Quinn thinks Rocky Horror is, like, 
a scary movie and so right. she's never seen because she's like oh one christian two horror movies no thank you right anyway that was some bullshit but that then they bullshit. proceed to have the least um realistic casting experience that anyone has ever experienced sure because rachel basically goes me and finn will play brad and janet which yeah we all saw coming dead dove do not eat like i don't know what we expected <laughs> i love uh, that um and then uh artie uh, clocks exactly what you said um which was Artie was like so I'll be wheelchair and and Will is like yeah you'll be wheelchair and well then done. and then he goes Kurt you'll be gay and and Kurt goes I don't really want to be the gay and he's like but why not <laughs> you're gay and Kurt is like no <laughs> <laughs> exactly Will um, definitely just is like well you're the gay one so why wouldn't she play Frankenverter and then Kurt is basically like that's not how that works and then Mike Chang steps up. Yo, I loved that. That was... I, I applaud Mike Chang. Good for yeah. you. You go, Mike Chang. He's feeling confident after his duet with Tina. He's ready to have a, a lead role in the Rocky even Horror though, Show. He, even though he doesn't sing canonically, but fine. 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 fine, 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 fine Make fine. it a dance. Interpretive oh. dance, Frankenfurter. Interpretive dance Frankenfurter, who would look stunning. Yes. In like, in oh that, my god, uh, in that costume. Uh, oh my god, he looks like, so good. Like this is not like a who you're attracted to thing. This is science. This is just objectively true. Harry Shum Jr. dancing in the Frankenfurter costume would just everyone would launch. Everyone yes. loved that. That would be that would be the sex riot that mm-hmm. Sue Sylvester was so afraid of. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> Mike Chang sex riot. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone oh, wins, really. Um, but that doesn't... Well, that that's supposed to happen. And then, so they're like, we're going to double up on Columbia's and Magenta's. And okay. this is where Rachel was like, it's standard practice on Broadway. And I was like, no, it's not. You I was fucking gonna idiot. Say, is it? No. Maybe, just maybe, Frank, in this situation, if you're doing eight shows a week, Rocky Heart Picture Show, probably Frankenfurter, mm-hmm. maybe a Janet or a yeah. Brad would have, like, your Sunday, uh, Wednesday matinee alternate. But no, you would not, like, have double Columbia's and Magenta's. All on stage at the same time. All on stage at the same time. So. That was the second time I wrote in, um, in my notes, you fucking idiots. Like, trying to get my head around, because we'll see, like, the final cast and the final number, basically, Uh when they all go. But trying to wrap my mind around how Will was casting based on his assumptions because he didn't hold auditions versus who people ended up like. Who did who did uh, Will originally think was going to be Riff Raff? Because he assumed Kurt was going to be Frankenfurter. So what did he right. think? And Mercedes was at one of the Columbias originally. Was Tina supposed to be Riff Raff? Oh, Tina. Tina didn't. Tina basically wasn't cast in this at all. And yeah, they... frankly, I, justice for Tina. Justice for Tina. Um, and ultimately we do get that justice for yes, Tina in this. we do. We'll talk about it. Um, um, Sam is excited to be Rocky because he has sick abs. Um, good, for, good for Sam. Finn is nervous to discover he'll have to be in his underwear because he's not fully confident in his athletic body. Hate, I mean, not hate. Un- totally get, like, teenage boy, yeah. um, uh, body image issues. Totally fine with that. However, like, the one thing I don't buy about this whole plotline is, like, if you're captain of the football team... You're not eating shit, and uh, maybe you are because you you're know. 15, but, it's also but like you're in Ohio. Shape. I, I, it's Ohio. I did kind of appreciate the like. I my note in this is like this is the men can have body issues too episode, which is true. Sure, and that will sure, come sure, up sure, later in Glee as well. 
And I sort of, like, appreciate the, like, Finn being like, I know you would think I would confident about my body because I'm an athletic young male, but no, I still feel like anyone yeah. can have body issues. They just kind of turn Sam into an asshole for, like, no reason during this, and you're like, okay. Right. Also- Points for, uh, points for that, though. Yeah. The Finn thing, not the Sam thing. No, the Sam thing is just, like, also Cord over Street's abs, like, 6 out of 10 at best. Like- You think? Yeah, I was not impressed. We've okay. already seen Mike Chang's abs, and they are better than Cordova <laughs> yeah. Street's. So, sorry. Canon. Sorry, Cordova Street. Um, my, my next note is just meatloaf in this economy. <laughs> oh, man. We could end this right here. A, a plus. Well done. Um, Love this. We go to, like, Sue having her, like, Sue sees it moment. She's on local news. And meatloaf and the original Brad approach her. And oh, that, oh, yeah. that's who that is. Holy yeah. fucking shit. I Holy also, shit. I also didn't clock it at all. I had to look it up. And I was just sitting there like, why are these dudes so fucking familiar? Because it's Meatloaf and the original it's, Brad. It's Meatloaf and Barry Boswick. Yes, Holy you. shit. Obviously, like, Zach clocked, clocked Meatloaf immediately. And I was like, well, if they got Meatloaf, that other old guy's got to be someone. So I looked it up. Right. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's pretty cool. It really shows how, like... To me, that's, well, I mean, not that those two gentlemen were necessarily, like, doing a whole lot during that time, but it does show that Glee had, like, a level of prestige if they were, like, we're doing a Rocky Horror episode, here's two of the original cast members of the Rocky Horror Picture Show in our show. Like, they were willing to come back and be part of this, which shows, like, it's not just Glee being a laughingstock, like, prestige. Prestige. Fox drama comedy dramedy. Um, But also, I just wrote... This rant is bananas because she says something along the lines of like, without fear, they may consider living in Florida. Mm-hmm. And that was just A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. The true, uh, because we've lost the true meaning of Halloween. Fear. Ear. Wonderful. Yeah. Like this was, again, going back to UCB game comedy. This was all just like perfect game character monologue. Yes, 100%. So Meatloaf and Barry Bostwick uh, convince Sue. Undercover to investigate. Like the Rocky Horror yes performance to get fear yes uh she's so oh i don't love her um there's something weird about her being like she saw rocky horror with her sister when they were kids and they were so enraged to have a disabled person in their midst they threw toast at her one that's just Mm -hmm. the thing you do when you see those that movie like there's a line where they say a toast and you throw toast um i don't know something about that made zero sense like it was oddly ableist in a way that i couldn't describe yeah there's Um, some there's some there's some weird moments in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't love that. I guess they were um, just like, Sue needs to have a vendetta because Sue always... But, like, Sue always has a vendetta. You didn't have to make it weird. Right. She could have just been yeah. like, this isn't inappropriate to do for a show to do in high school, and she would have just been right. So... Dianu. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been enough. Uh, would have been enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we cut to them rehearsing Damn It, Janet next. Yes, and, like exposition line of all exposition lines mm-hmm. santana going i can't wait for finn to take his shirt off so we can see the hotness underneath which like lest we forget she saw that because she She's slept with him last him, yes. year yeah um, um my note is just kurt the wig because he's wearing like a rehearsal wig for riffraff and it looks which it's is like a sock with monk hair around it and it looks awful wild 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 um, Quinn but, is magenta. Yes, please and thank you. Mercedes is think the Columbia on this one. 
Right. Apropos sort of nothing. Kurt's face. Kurt, Kurt is giving some face acting in this. Like he's yes. doing a great job. Yes. And I think Finn does a pretty good job in this. Yeah, I think so. Um, oddly enough, like, I think the casting of Leah Michelle and Corey Monteith, whether yeah. it's like in this universe or not, like, I could see those two actually playing Brad and Janet in the real life. Corey Monteith um, slash Finn's like sort of like awkwardness really works for this song in particular. That sort of like stilted like acting sort of thing that he's doing. Right. It translates well. It's cute. We have Artie being a creep for a little bit. Yeah, this um, is truly the return of, like, Artie is either a nice little nerd or a giant misogynist. And they truly right. just go back and forth in a way that's nonsensical. And we hate no it. No in-between. And another another moment where, like, the lip-syncing here is just wild and evident. <laughs> and Will yeah. is living his best life mouthing along. It is so awkward. Yeah, it really is. Will, yeah. I hate Will. I just, I wish Will could poof out of this episode and it would I be know. slightly better. Um, yes. But Sue, like, finger uh, gestures him out of the classroom. I could have said that a better way. Beckons <laughs> is the word I'm looking for. There you go. We got there. She beckons him out of the classroom and is basically like, careful, first of all. And then also is like, no, I love supporting the arts. How can I help? And Will's response is, why don't I cast you in the show? Which means Will has a confusing policy, as proven in the Brittany episode as well, of putting teachers into student-led performances. This is just, like, par for the course, because if you're going to start a a quote-unquote sexy acapella group with your students... He's got and bad then, boundaries. Like, he's got bad boundaries. He's got issues, um totally lost my train of thought on this however i would love to see jane lynch play the criminologist yes. in a production of rocky horror but I think like that could be a nothing production of rocky horror where it's jane lynch doing it with other adults not oh yeah not sue sylvester doing it with a bunch of other high school students it's big old weird. side note yeah have you seen only murders in the building no we were just talking about it at dinner it's so good yeah it looks good highly recommend and jane lynch like comes in later on in the season and is phenomenal i mean always a selling point because jane lynch is yeah queen. Where oh uh, so Sue gets final script approval. It's in her contract. She has rewrites. Sure, um, typical Sue. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to the locker, not the locker room, like the training room. That's a locker room, basically. It's a locker room, yeah. <laughs> and there's just a sign that says "Pain is temporary." And you got Artie, of course, Sam and Finn training. Sure. Just sure. Sweaty boys being sweaty boys talking about exactly. Muscles and stuff. Artie right. has Ryan a whole Murphy. rant about how porn has ruined girls, which I don't love to hear. No, nope, tuned not... most of that out. I'll be honest. Don't blame you. Um, Sam is incredibly intense about this. Mm-hmm. Has this wild diet. Um, yeah, I mean, Sam is basically skirting into male eating disorder territory, but we don't call it that, and we don't talk about it. So right. It's interesting that this is almost a year later from the uh, Mercedes body issue episode. Yeah. Um, I have nothing else to add to that. I mean, it's, you know, obviously we saw that Mercedes was, like, it's incorrect for Mercedes to be doing this sort of dieting and hyper-focusing on her weight, whereas it's not quite to that point with Sam, where you're like, you're a little too intense about this, buddy. It's still just like, I mean, it's not glorified, but it's not vilified either 
This is also weird because he was such a nerd mm-hmm. one episode ago with Quinn. What happened to Navi? What happened? A However, man who I'm logs, just... watches Avatar that many times doesn't have time to think about his diet plan. However, I am like thinking back to someone I directly work with who is exactly like that, so I take back. So everything actually, I it's said. plausible. Womp womp. Yeah, I hate it. Um... <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, then we're in Emma's office um, yeah. and Will doesn't want to overstep any boundaries but would love for you to be the costume designer Will is doing terrible things with his face to Emma at this like I don't know exactly what that means but my note is Will your face is doing gross things in Emma's face right now could not have said it better myself honestly it's just the vibes rancid (laughs) horrid truly horrid and you know what they're only gonna get worse because as they're discussing about how yeah how it's emma's dream to be the costume designer for rocky horror okay sure mike chang comes bursting in and just drops a bomb on us like a rips it off like a band-aid my parents don't approve can't be frankenfurter deuces yes except he uses some language um this episode has a weird thing with language. Oh, I just remembered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like, uh, I don't know where our like boundaries are with this one. Like it's in my notes, but you know, probably not one we still use. We'll go with that. Right. Right. Starts with a T. We don't really use that one anymore. It's outdated. It's outdated. Um, And it was just like, oh, you're saying it very casually. And was- very and it was very casual in like 2010 and right. like that's not that doesn't make it right we can just acknowledge that we've grown and, since then you know i could maybe buy that it's a word that mike chang heard at home in 2010 and his parents yeah. were like you're not if his parents are strict enough to not believe in him being able to participate in rocky horror they're probably the kind of people who would use that word casually right but so bad news the musical's canceled and then a very clear act break um yeah uh, then we cut, uh, where is, oh, no, no um. we cut, like, that's right. back to Emma's office. Yes, but also this was right, um, I, I'd be remiss to, uh, ignore, uh, Becky being Sue for yes. Halloween. Yes. Another, like, terrible language thing in here, but, like, the, the delivery of her saying, there's only one thing missing, and handing her, um, a, a megaphone. A bullhorn, yeah. And a bullhorn saying, go yell like, at some fatties. <laughs> yeah. Like, terrible, terrible line. Perfectly delivered by, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, Becky, like, gives a thumbs up, and it was adorable. Yes. Um, so that, then Will walks in, bad news, musicals canceled, act break. Mm -hmm. Then we cut to Emma's office. I'm back. My eyes are all over my notes right now. Fair Um, enough. Um, um, in Emma's office, John Stamos is there. Emma's office, we should point out, is, um, a glass-walled office, which means anyone's walking by can fully see into it. And if a student was walking by right now, they'd see... John Stamos showing off his leather bustier to their guidance counselor, and I don't think that's appropriate. You shouldn't be able to say the phrase latex panties to your girlfriend inside her school environment. I just think that's not right. Maybe I'm wrong, but... I... No, I mean, well, then again, at the same time, all of the theater nerds are like, I wonder if we'll get latex panties, tee-hee-hee-hee-hee. Yeah. Vile, vile two words to put together. Vile. But... It, truly. Um, Sue walks in on this conversation and is appropriately disturbed, I would say. Um, yes! And my favorite part <laughs> of it is, so, 
Carl is here talking to Emma. They're talking about their Halloween costumes. I put Halloween in quotes because it sounds like it's going to be a sex thing. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. Good for... Good for them. Good for... Whatever. Um, sure. But the best part is Sue goes to introduce herself and Emma just has this little, oh, okay, at realizing she has to introduce her boyfriend to Sue Sylvester. And she's, yeah. it was very good. Um, Carl doesn't know who she is. Sue drops the t- statistic like, oh, you're a dentist? 70% of teeth in this school are wooden. Wooden. Brilliant. And somehow pretends to have a heart attack and says her heart is breaking because she cares so much about the arts. And somehow this conversation leads to John Stamos volunteering to be in this high school production of Rocky Horror. Also not the way it works. No! Stop putting adults in a student-led production of Rocky Horror. You're taking an already weird situation and making it a thousand times weirder. Stop trying to make Fetch happen, Will. Honestly. Um, uh, yeah, and so... Oh my god, and then we have Santana calling back the most god-awful line in the universe with just one wanky. wanky. I wish, I should have written down what she was saying wanky to because she was was, right. It was to the idea of, um, of Carl stepping in and saying, filling that hole that Mike Chang left and playing Frankenfurter. I think I can step in and fill that hole and Santana appropriately went, wanky she's right god um yikes on multiple levels is my note yeah Um, will says but i can't just give you this role like he didn't just do that for literally everyone else but whatever he clearly has a jealousy thing going on of course so he has to try out (laughs) okay hold on i just i'm also all over my notes because i was like you gave everyone else um and I said, also, it's one thing for a teacher to be in a school production. It's a whole nother thing when it's just an adult who has had his fingers in several of these students' mouths. <laughs> that man shouldn't Brava. be allowed in this show, maybe. Brava. Holy shit. That was A+. plus. But what did we think of Hot Patootie? Fine. I loved it. It's fine. It's a good job. I was... It was delightful. It was charming. Like, yeah. here's the thing. Again, if, like, this, if in the alternate universe where uh, John Stamos is playing Will Schuster, like, all of that, like, charming, yeah. like, sex appeal would work. It would work better. Um, um, I don't buy that all these kids know all the words to Hot Patootie, much like I didn't buy that they knew sure. the plot. But I thought it was fun. Um, there was some good dancing. Mercedes and Artie don't get to dance. Also, we had this whole moment where I actually had to rewind because I was like, Where'd Kurt go? Kurt just disappears in the middle. Oh, you're right. And he, like, teleported to an amp behind the band. He was suddenly going from, like, in the risers to just up on top of an amp. Like, he blends (laughs) in with the wall because he's wearing beige, so he doesn't get to dance. (laughs) Um, But it was fun. It was a good number. John Stamos sounds pretty good. It was clear he's, he's done some singing. He's done a little Broadway. Good for him. I love that they like used Britney in this. Yeah, like, yeah. She was kind of like the the hot patootie. Um, and I love the, Mike's an- moment of like getting up and just dancing because he feels yeah. the music. We love that for him. Everyone had that moment. That was great. The cut again was very awkward. Yeah. A solid like a solid ensemble arrangement. Yes. Like I think like the musical arrangements of this episode were a plus. Excellent. Artie has a horse sweater that was really fun to me. <laughs> horse sweater and i love that for him it was great um but 
we don't need an Eddie, we need a Frankenfurter. And apparently that's where John Stamos draws the line because that's inappropriate. I mean, okay. he's right. If you're going to draw a line, it's better to draw the line there. You should have drawn it sure. earlier, but... Yeah, <laughs> the you're line right. should have been a football field back. Yeah, but I guess drawing the line as I'm not going to play the character who has sex with the characters being played by students is a reasonable line. Reasonable. You should have drawn it before, though. Also, Will has a statement, which is, do you do you want to play in our sandbox? Which I just think is a weird metaphor that I don't like hearing him say. Sure. Um, but you know who does want to play Frankenfurter? Who? Mercedes Jones, who says, my dream is to be in a lead role, and so this is the one that's available right now. I'll fucking take it. Yes, I love it. But then we cut to, immediately, first dress. (laughs) Sure. Sure. It's first dress, even though they're starting in the middle of Act 1. Finn is still insecure, but we get a pretty kick-ass rendition of Sweet Transvestite. Yeah. Understandable lyric changes. So, here's... Here's the thing where I was thinking about this. Yes, understandable air changes. The words that Glee was not allowed to say is, so we can say sweet transvestite. That's fine. The word we cannot say is transsexual. Transsexual. <laughs> and I'm just right. curious as to why we could use Mike Chang's just coming in and being problematic. And we can say transvestite, but we cannot say transsexual transsexual it's weird to me obviously that's a 10 year disconnect that i don't even know if i was i was not well informed enough in 2010 to be talking about like our use of language around this kind of thing and obviously rocky horror has its own sort of like journey with the language used in it because it was written right well well before we were talking in the literal 1970s Yeah. yeah but i thought when glee was like this is the word this is where we have to change the word it's got to be right. sensational, not transsexual. And I don't know if that's just like a because it was Amber Riley or if they would have done it even if they decided to cast a, a man singing that. I don't know. It's struck I don't me know. as weird. And then, then again, even weirder, again, yeah. there's a time jump here, but like Laverne Cox singing that exact correct line yeah. on Fox in Rocky Horror yeah. Live years later. Weird. It's a weird, weird. It's a weird distinction I don't understand. That being said, right. Amber Riley sounds amazing she does um and my roommate and i were talking about it like it was a bit one note in a way but like but those one notes are phenomenal yeah i mean it's like i'm not gonna argue is it like here's the thing anytime you really get to hear amber riley sing you're you're in for a treat and it's like the one thing they give her in this episode so like let's take it it's yes absolutely uh, like watching this i watched this number and i said i can see why they would later cast her as audrey too in that little shop we were talking about a couple weeks ago yeah like hearing her sing this i'm like of course you could sing feed me of oh, course yes. you could yeah oh yeah so um great good for her love it and britney has columbia's a, a terrific casting yeah, choice 100%. i think loved that as well uh and then carl comes in as he's supposed to mm-hmm. like but and this Will is when is he like, fully kool-aid man's literally on a reg- literally like we want to talk about budgeting where the fuck did this school get a motorcycle is that carl's know, motorcycle right? and he's allowed to carl? just bring it into the school and ride it on stage i mean if we're actually justifying stuff i could own that imagine being i can only imagine that being the only option mm, mm-hmm. and then like was like you're two acts early and i'm like first of all no you're not there's only two acts of the show uh- he's right on time he's right on time we've all watched the movie that's exactly what happens next eddie meatloaf 
burst through a freezer or a wall or something. I forget. Sure. Which is sacrilege. Um, no. John Stamos is on time. John Stamos is always on beat. Yes. Uh, yeah, my note a... is maybe if you're an adult who works with kids, you shouldn't maybe be sharing your love of Rocky Horror with them. <laughs> like... I know that's, like, literally the point of the whole episode, but I really felt it during this scene. Because Will mm-hmm. and Emma are just sitting there, like, like it's not a bunch of 16-year-olds performing this show, and they're just two adults having fun. I'm like, this feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Especially Will has to go right back to being a conniving little bitch. Like, yeah. Because, like, he has to convince Sam to drop out. Oh, my God. This was... Oh, also, uh, Emma has a good line about... Carl making an entrance in, which is just that he has good, good, interesting impulses. Um, very funny. So, happy for Emma. I'm happy for her. So, yeah, Will says, I think I made a mistake in making Sam be Rocky because of, you know, it's a it's a very sexual role, I guess. And at this point, we have seen him, like, in the Rocky bikini bottom. Yeah. He's like, in, like, just the gold shorts. shorts. Yeah. So, what's Will's solution? In his conniving little mind, what's Will's solution to a student shouldn't play Rocky? Who should play Rocky, Ian? I know, I know, a teacher should play Rocky. A teacher should play Rocky when he will be playing against Janet, who is being played by Rachel Berry. Rachel Berry. A teenage girl, a fully underage teenage girl, who was also in the past... Had confusing feelings for her teacher. William? (laughs) William! William? Lest we forget. William, your actions have consequences! (laughs) Jesus! When will you learn? When will you learn? You're gonna get up there and pretend to have sex with your student on stage? You're gonna do that, Will? Fuck! Really? Fuck. Lest we forget that they dated in real life, which is... And another layer disgusting. of wild. Yeah, and the, all of this, he's doing all this to impress a girl, which is just yeah. truly wrong. Truly wrong. If they were the 16-year-olds, that's one thing. But they're not. It's a but they're it's not. an adult teacher and his his underage student who has already had a crush on him. Bad. <sighs> so then okay. Then it's time for what I'm going to call the worst scene in Glee. Episode low. <laughs> I'm saying see, like see, one of the series low, and that's saying something because this show I'll give goes you wild. That. I'll give you that as as new as I am to this. It's not going to get worse <sighs> than this for a while. So it's time to hear the Glee version of "Touch a Touch a Touch a Touch Me." Here's a fun little fact: a one little day brightener. Um, "Touch a Touch a Touch a Touch Me" is what Jamie Mays auditioned for the show with. Really? Yeah. So clearly, she's a fan. She's like. Here oh, for I love it. That. So that's cute. That's cute. But that's the only thing that's cute. Exactly. Why? Why? What? What? Why do they do so much to Emma's voice? I feel like they auto-tuned yeah, her within an inch of her life. They and if do. she auditioned, and like it really stood out here for me with that song. Yeah, um, it really. Does. I do love. I do love Britannia being outside, being like the Columbia Magenta yes. voices. That was really funny to me. She said heavy sweating instead of heavy yeah, petting. Why? Bad fretting instead of seat wetting. I fucking died there. So I cackled. I understand maybe why you want to change away seat wetting, because that's an unpleasant two sets of words to say. But yes. is heavy sweating really that much better than heavy petting? Like, 
I feel like heavy petting is the euphemistic version heavy already. Heavy petting is already like the PG version of this. Is yeah. sweating somehow less pe- like heavy sweating is disgusting to think about first I f- of yeah, all. Yeah, I feel like just I feel like petting. that evokes yeah. Last episode we were talking fully about scissoring, but now we can't say heavy petting. <laughs> Thank you. Glee, get your oh my shit God. together. Um get, get your together. Also there's clearly a there's clearly a moment where the look on Will's face it can only be described as, oh no, I have a boner. Yes, oh my god, that was basically my line, which is, Will's doing some nasty face here. Nasty it's face. It's a nasty also, face. And my subsequent notes are, why are we here? How did we get here? How do they not see these girls outside the classroom? What did we do to deserve this? Um, you can't rip a man's shirt off in the classroom at the school where you work. You just can't at do that. At the school, in the at workplace. The, you are being paid to be here. You cannot you undress a man. You are on the clock. You can't undress a man. Don't no. undress a man at work. Please and thank you. Don't let yourself be undressed. Put your boner away. And <laughs> also, then we get, like... Put it away! Put it away, Will! And then she, like, sweeps the desk like we're in a bad porn, and then it gets worse because... Then suddenly we're seeing all these, like, face shots of people ostensibly humping Emma. Except it's not just naked Will, the worst. It's then a bunch of students. Bunch of students. Full, heavy implications that were fucking energy. There's some bad illegalities going on. There, this is wrong. Um, yeah, Emma- I had nightmares about the screenshot of Will- Will's face leaning over you on camera. With just a tie on, like he's a poor man's Chippendales. Oh my, not a poor man's Chippendales. <laughs> that's the worst thing it could be. And you know what? The, you know what the worst part about it? It's not the worst part is is everything we just talked about. But the scene ends. Emma runs away in guilt, and then Will, rather than I don't know, putting his shirt back on, takes his tie and just tightens it up over his bare chest, like that's a normal fucking thing to do. Yeah, I gotta really gotta cover up here. It's so it's, it was awful. He just did that. And I'm like, stop, kill me now. I'm kill I died. Now. Oh god. Of course, the morality thing here, which is like, I why we like uh, this is where we're talking morality. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, here. Like Emma, like Emma recognized she crossed a line, but and it's because of Will, and Will knows this, yeah. and he's not sorry, and that's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Because this is now where we go back to, like, is this where we get back to, um... Training with Sam and Finn. Okay. Um, yeah, my only note here is, this is uplifting, I think. This episode's confusing. <laughs> yeah. Brad, the character, because Sam goes, because Sam is all, like, worried that he blew it for some reason, because he was, like, asking, like, or he was, like, trying to make demands about his costume, which was too revealing, which, lol, you're playing Rocky, right. like, you know what you're getting into. But then he's like, Brad, you don't, like, as Brad, you don't have to worry about that. Brad's all about being confident in who you are and how you look, no matter how douchey you are. And the sexiness will just flow through you. Okay. And, uh, I guess this is, this neat? is what, this is what got, <laughs> neat. neat. This is what got through to Finn. Sure. sure. Because he says, where are you going? And Finn responds to show people how hot and sexy I am. My note is, okay. Yeah, that's why I said, this episode's confusing. (laughs) And then Uh, we're into Rocky Horror Rehearsals. We've gone backwards here because it's a dress rehearsal again, and they still have scripts in hand. Yeah, uh, they don't know how staging it. First of all, they're trying to stage a full musical in a week. That's not how things work. And that's not how dress rehearsals work. 
And how'd they get a set so fast? Zach was like, do you think the tech people are ghosts too? And I said, absolutely, they are. Absolutely. Um, Ma- please make that, let, make, I want that fanfic. I want the, the ghost, ghost, tech, the ghost, the tech ghost techie, yeah. Working late through the night to erect a full Rocky horse set, um. Right. In the, in two, two hours. Uh, Sue. Like Rachel Berry spills some blood. Yeah. Sue is, of course, the best part of this scene. Yes. Um, interjecting her own witty commentary, which I'm like, yeah, Sue, you're right. Yeah, this play uh, this play has pacing problems. You're correct. Right. And he's like, "Stop interjecting. We have to get this timing down." And Sue's like, "These are my rewrites." Yes, uh, Phil is it. Phil Will is in this practice playing both Rocky and Brad because Finn is nowhere to be seen. Right. I do appreciate that they did do this scene. Yes. I feel like they this was a, a box they checked. Yes, this was a box they checked. Though I will say, you're like, yeah, of course, you absolutely. Have to do this. I am imagining, like, Will's, I don't know if this is the evil twin or the good twin, Phil mm-hmm. Schuster. Yeah, Phil Schuster. <laughs> he comes in, he's like, brother, you've made a mistake. And then just evaporates. Brother, you've made a grave error. <laughs> Stop trying to sleep with your students. Ugh. And we find out where Finn has gone. It's to walk around the hallway in his underwear. Yeah. And, and he, he gets a month suspension for this, which I think is overkill. I think it's overkill, especially because you have the 40-year-old hockey players being dicks again, and there's clearly no consequences for anything they do. No. And Will makes an almost good point, which is to say that, you know, Brittany got pantsed by Santana and was wearing a lot less than underwear, which I don't like what that implies, and no right. one cared. So he was like, double standard, and Figgins is like, I guess... <laughs> um, um fine then, a warning Figgins is also like are you really gonna put your entire job on the line for for this her for this? yeah like do what you want but like is it worth it yeah um and i like that nine children have signed up for therapy yeah poor finn poor finn and he's not even like he's in He's in he's good in shape. shape. He's, he's in, in absolutely fine shape. shape. Like, and he yeah. wasn't even wearing tidy whities He was wearing boxers. Yeah. They left something to the imagination. It's fine. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Um, then we have stay. We cut back to what is essentially like the beginning of the episode. Yes. Now we're like, my life is pretty crazy. And now we're back in, in real time. And Carl I, thinks I, you've been messing with his woman. And Carl, I, doesn't he literally say, stop it, bro? Yeah, he does. Which I love, because this also implies that there's a friendship, and there clearly is not. There is not, but they made a pact, they made a deal that they he did. Would, he'd step off, and Will's not stepping off. Will's not stepping off, and he's using this to pick up other guys' chicks, as he says. Um, yeah, we do say the word chicks a lot. Yeah. Then we cut to uh, Becky coming by Will's office. Um, I like that the response is, oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot the take back the nightclub was trick-or-treating. Yeah, okay. I thought Take Back the Night was fully a college program, which means it's troubling that it's already needing to be in high school. It's troubling, but that line, for some reason, like, that is a funny fucking line to me. Um, um, yeah, Becky's coming in to do the most. He, she's coming in to forward the plot. Um, yes. She shows Will. <laughs> she is carrying this episode. 100%. She shows Will Sue's pre-taped segment about Rocky Horror. Yes. I'm gonna admit I tuned out a little bit during her during her rant of whatever it was, but I know at the end, Will basically is like, "Oh fuck, 
And then You're right. I'm a bad person. Becky says, give me a chocolate bar or I will cut you. Yep. A plus. Uh, Will call- Sue calls out Will for his intentions, because Will's like, you set me up, and Sue's like, you're just trying to go for Emma again, you Yeah, dick. you're just doing this to get a girl. Kids shouldn't be exposed to material like this. It's your jo- it's our job to guide them through high school and torture them along the way, which is her favorite part of the job. Great, Can't say yeah. I blame her. Will cancels the show, but Sue needs that local Emmy. Yeah, so she's Because that's the whole that... motivation for this, for Sue. Yes, her, her spot was blown up prematurely. Yeah. That's it, basically. That's pretty much, like, Will oh, comes to... Yeah, Will makes a whole point that's like, you know, aren't we all Rocky Horror because we are Glee? <laughs> In a way, we're all Rocky Horror. Everyone's like, I guess? Ugh. The, the, the friends were the Rocky Horrors we made along the way. Um, Rocky Horror was inside us the whole time. <laughs> oof. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. Um, uh, yeah, and so, like, Rocky Horror isn't, pushing, isn't about pushing boundaries. Wait, what? Rocky Horror is about pushing boundaries and about is, being yes. outcasts. And yes. we're outcasts because we're in Glee. But um, we're still going to perform it, just not for an audience. For ourselves. Sure. Like, fine, sure. Time um, to do the you, time I guess, work. <laughs> yeah, you can still put it on your resume, I guess. Um, and then my note with the time warp is, looks like they're having fun. Good for them. That's really what it is, right? Like, they're having a good time. I know, like, Chris Colfer really wanted to do a Rocky Horror episode, and I feel like it shows in his performance, like, pretty specifically. Oh, and he's great. He's having a great time. All these adults pretending to be kids who clearly definitely, like, I believe all these actors know everything about Rocky Horror, and I think it, like, they're having, is it the best performance of the Time Warp? No. Are they having a good time? Yes. It reeks of, like, drama club energy. A hundred percent. These are people who would know, like, this is, they're never going to be able to perform this number again. Right. For any reason, and they're going to do, they're going to have a good time. Yeah, and it's like, they're, like, a little part of, like, their 15-year-old selves was there, and, like, that's cute. Yeah. Um, I do, of course I'm attracted to Quinn as Magenta, of course. I thought she like, sounded, I... like, I liked her, like, vocal fry in this. Yeah, I thought like, she, she was, sounded, I thought she like, sounded fun. great. Yeah. Like, and I love her and Kurt, like, as, like, doing a Kurt's, duet like, together. like, eating it. Yeah, it's wonderful. Like, killing it. Um, I want more of that. Finn also sounds good in this as yeah, well. Yeah, he does. Like, this is kind of his wheelhouse, the screaming rock thing. <laughs> Even though that's not Brad singing this song, we know, no, guys. We like, know Rocky we know. Horror stands, we know. Um, Look, if we were here for a good interpretation of Rocky Horror, we wouldn't watch the Glee version. Right. We're here to talk about Glee doing this, whether we wanted them to or not. <laughs> And, like, I do love, um, the Britney Tina Columbia yes! brainchild. I love, love that. Love, love tap. tap. Love the choreo in all of this. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. Like, it was a fun, again. And I, like, I will if, say, this is also another episode where, like, everyone gets a musical moment. Like, yes. Artie gets to take a fair amount of, like, little bits of weed here. Yes. Um, Tina and Brittany both get a moment. Rachel and Finn have their song. Mercedes has a full ass number. Like, um, we don't get too much of Rachel and Finn, though. No, it's like a pretty well balanced time, and we love that for them as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it, of course, it ends with Will just going, "Woo!" Yeah. Um, my last note is basically much like Rocky or Horror. This episode barely has a plot. <laughs> in my, in my. Uh... Last note is, in conclusion, I don't know what to make of this episode. It's wild to watch, man. Like, you watch it and you're like, wild. why? 
why they why they do this why this why decision? they do this yeah <laughs> why do what do yeah it's a confusing episode and it's clearly this has ryan murphy stank all over it like a hundred percent this was ryan murphy being like i'm gonna push some boundaries today rocky again Horror. again first we had religion now we have rocky and i'm like Horror. stop but like it's done you know the best i can say for it is it is, it is done it's done that is a fact um Oh, man. So, obviously, we have to talk about the songs. This is a... Yes. An interesting one because, obviously, there's only songs from Rocky Horror. So, you have to basically... I need you to choose what you thought the best Rocky Horror cover on here is. Which one would you think is the one you would listen to? I, I don't think I can go so far as to say over the original, but one you would listen to. And to go over quickly... We have mm. science fiction double feature over at the Frankenstein Palace, Damn It Jan, Hot Patootie, Sweet Transvestite, Touch It, Touch It, Touch It, Touch Me, and Time Warp. Which of those which of those is gonna strike your fancy? Probably science fiction double feature. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I mean like and like I think I mean that just happens to be my favorite show in like the Rocky Horror yeah. entity. Um so I think like that's one that like I would enjoy going over it. Like, um, I would enjoy listening back to it. Like, there's, like, a gajillion Also, presumably, the releases that they put out were, didn't have as many weird cuts in them. They probably released, uh, like, full versions of these songs. I believe it. However, I don't <laughs> think they did. I don't think they released any versions, at least not that's on Apple Music, because when I was trying to figure out who was singing Science Fiction Double Feature, I paused yeah. that episode went to the Glee page on Apple Music, and it skips right over this episode. Really? Yeah. Wow. Unless, like, I'm going to double-check my work, too, here. I mean, they do have the Rocky Horror Glee show, like, on Spotify, but I don't know if it's the full versions of it. Oh, you know what? You're right. Um, It is on here. It's just different. Mm, Okay, fair enough. It's just, yeah, it's like, it's its its own uh, album. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Because they okay. they would do that. They would release, like, event episodes as special, like, right, right, special right. albums. Um, yeah, what about you? What's your song I don't know. Choice? I guess I'm torn between, like, maybe just, like, the Time Warp's a fun song to come on. Much like some other songs where I'm not necessarily, like, this cover is better. It's more like, I wouldn't mind having a couple versions of it on my iPod so I could, like, if it came up a second time, be like, I still like this. Yeah. Although maybe it would go with Hot Patootie. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of a visual song, but I think that would be the one. Because I think that is one that's like, John Stamos is doing a good job. It's It's got a fun energy. Yeah, the energy is absolutely there. So I have a surprise bonus question for you. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't wait. So this is the first time Glee. Well, we talked, like, they delved into it a little bit in season one with, like, their ill-fated performance of Cabaret that we never saw. Oh, but, right. So this yeah. is the first time, really, that we're seeing Glee being like, we, the Glee cast members, are also going to be in a high school musical. Not high school musical, though. So in the future, there will be at least two, yes, other high school musical, like, events in Glee. Cool. But I'd like to know your thoughts about what would be some other inappropriate musicals to try to cover with your high school Glee c- club. I'm trying to think outside, like, the box, because it's, like, Spring Awakening is obvious. Right. <laughs> um, I have my answer, if you'd like to hear it, because I've been thinking about this. Yeah. I just picture a 2021 Glee episode 
where they try to do hot Oklahoma who fucks. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where they're like, we're going to put on the Oklahoma that fucks version. And you're oh, like, man. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, this is, uh, we don't need Oklahoma who fucks on Glee. We already have enough problems. And, like, I know I'm afraid of them. Like, I think my answer, just based on my high school experience, is, like, I'm afraid of them doing Once on This Island. Mm. Because that's one of those shows that, like, not anymore, but, like, I've done Once on This Island. Everybody I know from middle high school and college has done Once on This Island. Maybe we should think about things before we do them, you know? Especially, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I love the show. I absolutely love yeah. the show. Um, But, like, I could just totally see them being, like, Okay, Leah Michelle, you're going to be Team Moon. And uh, Mercedes, you're going to be Asaka, of course. Yes. Um, like, just the most obvious fucking casting. Um, but, like, it's all mostly white people, and that's mm-hmm. bad. I just think, like, how basically Riverdale took up the mantle of what Glee put down of, like, an event Ugh. high school musical episode, and, and Riverdale did it. And Riverdale really did say, like, what inappropriate choices can we choose because no high school should be doing a performance of Heathers. I was just going to say, like, that's on the list of, like, so glad Glee could not touch Heathers. Yes, Heathers, Hedwig. Um, Hedwig. Riverdale also did Carrie, which is right. funny to me. And maybe one more that I've missed because I've They just did the Next to Normal. Yikes! I know. Really? Her? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Which, like, not that it makes sense, but, like, they... I guess you can say I, talk I, about I get or it. address I mental get it health kinds of things. This isn't the Riverdale podcast, but I can see why Riverdale thinks they are allowed to do next to normal. I, I but I don't think they are. So that's what matters. I, think, um, I don't think anyone should. Well, I have many next normal feelings. Um, yeah, different podcast. But wow, that was it. So I feel like everyone was. I feel like fans of the show were maybe dreading us having to have to watch the Rocky Horror episode, but we've done it. I'm exhausted. And it, it's, it's a very tiring episode. It is. It's a, Holy shit. We're ready for a nap. Yep. Um, which is to say, time to wrap it up. So you can find, you can find, do, who, us, the show first. Let's do the show first. <laughs> sure. You can find the show, Glee Aggressive, at Glee Aggressive on both Twitter and Instagram. You can email us in long form at gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Um, tell us. Uh, who you think should be Frankenverter in the Glee universe. Yeah, or and what inappropriate high school musicals yeah. Glee would inevitably tackle. Here? Tell us about their performance at Be More Chill. Um, oh my god. <laughs> uh, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole. Um, yeah, oh man, Ian, yeah. Ian, where can they find you? You can find me at ibroski on Twitter and Instagram, ianjbrodsky.com. Um, please listen to my album cover, but devastating. Watch Ooh. my web series of show about coworkers. Go to my link tree or whatever. Um, uh, I can't believe I know someone who has a link tree. I feel very blessed. You'd be blessed. Um, yeah. It's the only place I can put literally everything in one bio. That's um, what it's for. Even this show. This show is in my link tree. Um the show is just in my bio because it's the only thing I need to promote and actively Fuck don't yeah. need people looking at other things. Um, what? Well, where can they find you to find that, Karina? If you want to find me and therefore this show, which would be funny since you've already presumably <laughs> listening, uh, you can find me everywhere, which is to say uh, Instagram, Twitter, and technically TikTok at Epic Adventure of. You can nice. find me on all of those places. If you dare. Spooky. 
spooky Halloween episode. Did you feel the Halloween spirit? (laughs) Just running through your bones. This is actually going to be released very close to Halloween. Yeah. We did it, folks. Congratulations to us. Um... So thank you all for joining us to watch this episode in big quotes um, of Glee. (laughs) Join us next time we will be discussing season two, episode six, which is entitled Never Been Kissed. My Glee fans out there, I think you know what's coming. I don't. (laughs) I think you might actually know what's coming and you just don't realize you know what's coming. Sure. Um, which is so, which means I do have to ask, uh, watch that episode, join us next week, etc. But Ian, Ian, does this episode of Glee, where they do Rocky Horror, make you want to watch the next episode of Glee? Oddly enough, yes. Hot damn! I want to see where this train goes. Honestly, valid. <laughs> mm-hmm.